0: The smallest things can trigger us sometimes. If you often find yourself asking, why did I react like that? Or why did that affect me so much? Or simply stating something like, wow, that hit a nerve. Then you're in the right place. Join Candace Fraser and Natalie Collar for a fortnightly chat discussing life's different triggers, upbringings, self-reflections and projected opinions, and the art of embracing self-compassion to overcome emotional setbacks. The conversations are candid, real, authentic and filled with helpful tips. So join us
1: and let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode two of Stop I've Just Been Triggered. Natalie, how are you going today? Hello Candace. I'm doing really well thanks.
0: And I just wanted to let you know, we've had some wonderful feedback following our first episode. I feel so honored to be able to share this podcast, supporting people to work through their personal triggers in a really mindful and compassionate way.
1: Mm, isn't That beautiful feedback to receive. And you know what? That's exactly what this podcast is about, mindfully and compassionately being able to choose how you respond in situations rather than be taken for a ride by your emotions or thoughts. It just reminds me of a metaphor I heard once, and it goes along the lines of a man was sitting on a horse going for a ride when he crossed paths with another man, a stranger. And the stranger asks him, where are you going? To which the man replies, I have no idea. Why don't you ask the horse? And I just, I love that metaphor because in this metaphor, the horse is our emotions when we get Mm -hmm. triggered. Mm -hmm. And unless we're really careful, our emotions lead the way and generally not in a direction we want to go.
0: I love that. It's so true. Um, You know, look, we've all been guilty of letting um, our emotions lead the way from time to time, especially when we're experiencing an emotional trigger. But you know, Candace, it doesn't have to be that way. Mm-hmm. So, why don't we dig deeper into our emotional trigger discovery? And over the next four episodes, Candace and I are going to dig deep into a mindful process we often use to work with triggers. And the process is known as the RAIN process. And RAIN is an acronym and it stands for recognize, accept or allow, investigate or nurture and non-identification
1: and it's a beautiful process uh, created by a group of buddhist teachers and those buddhist teachers know what they're talking about Uh this process is just becoming more and more popular every day because it is such an effective process to work through all hardships all sufferings in life and that includes emotional triggers
0: it's true. Rain really is mindfulness in action. You know, it's a great process to support yourself as you navigate life's challenges, and it allows you to soothe and support your own being through those difficult moments and times. You know, you become the healer of the self, and the tools you learn, they become something you use your entire life.
1: Oh, absolutely. It really it really does mean that you're equipped to work through those triggers and those triggering moments that really leave you vulnerable and uncomfortable. And that means instead of reacting, you can get into the habit of being curious in those moments yeah. and asking yourself things like, what do I need right now? Or what can I learn here?
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's an interesting paradox, isn't it? You know, we, we desperately don't want to experience problems or unpleasant emotions so when they arise we try to avoid them at all costs Mm -hmm. you know we try shutting down or shutting it out unfortunately the flip side of that denial or avoidance is the very reason we feel more intense situations and sensations with our emotional triggers and ultimately we experience unnecessary suffering you know, which is something we know with Buddhism. uh, It's something we we actually don't want to (laughs) put ourselves through. So the RAIN is something we we both love, um, Candice and I. And over the next four episodes, we will be breaking down the process and sharing the ways to directly address your problems uh, using RAIN. And you'll finally... Begin to feel the relief by learning and moving through your emotions and coming out the other side with a much clearer understanding. When you don't support those uncomfortable feelings, the thought patterns, they just keep rearing their ugly heads over and over again. You know, Candace, the true secret to lasting growth is learning to move through those emotions nurturing them and those unpleasant feelings and holding a space for the healing to occur
1: Mm, i love that you know what it's probably a great time just to mention that while the rain process offers like really incredible support for your mind your body and your emotions it doesn't replace professional support especially in instances yeah. of trauma. So, you know, if you're struggling or really not coping, please do chat with your GP and ask for help.
0: Oh, that's absolutely spot on. And it's it's a really important point. So I'm really glad you brought that one up. And now in our first episode, we kind of walked gently through the whole RAIN process uh, without it actually being labeled as RAIN. Mm. And today's episode... We're going to start at the very first step, which is recognizing when we are experiencing an emotional trigger. And to be able to do this, we really need to give ourselves permission to be human mm-hmm. uh, and emotionally honest, something, you know, sometimes we don't feel ready to do this. <laughs> it's a really <laughs> tricky one. We're taught to wear, you know, blinkers in life, basically, shielding us from things we don't necessarily want to face Mm. in order to benefit from this method and to grow to your full potential and free yourself from past setbacks you really need to be willing to cultivate the desire to see things as they truly are to embrace authenticity and embrace the reality you know Candace, this is a massive shift Mm, it is (laughs) initially we want to stay in our safe little space Mm. um, you know space of comfort and denial because it's familiar Uh, but you know when you choose to stay stuck in the denial space unfortunately in the long run it will cause you more pain uh, deeper ongoing emotional responses that will just continue to happen over and over again
1: Mm. that's absolutely right I think when we deny our true feelings, um, sometimes we can feel some relief or respite for the short term. But then when it comes to triggers, they just keep popping up again and again and again. And and I'll mention this again because it is really important. Um, You know, if your triggers are attached to a trauma or the reality of the moment that you're in feels unsafe, it's just so important to seek a safe space to gently and compassionately approach these triggers. Because when we're denying ourselves, we might get short-term respite and we might be denying them because the trauma or the feeling of unsafety, is that a word? Um, It it kind of acts as a, a shield, an emotional shield. So when we take that down, we sometimes just need that extra support.
0: Mm. And and look, it is, it's worth mentioning again, um, because it's the first step, you know, recognizing the emotional response and looking at them to really see and feel and explore them. Mm. And it's confronting and you will feel really vulnerable. But moving into that vulnerability, it's there that you begin to get the sense of your own capacity. Then you need to determine if you can navigate that on your own. Um, the process, or you need the professional help alongside RAIN.
1: Beautifully, beautifully said there, Natalie. And I also really like what you said then. You're really um, seeing your emotional response. You're feeling it. And even though it's uncomfortable, you continue to move into it. And as you said, it really is mindfulness emotion, staying with um, it, not bearing it, not distracting it, Um, not getting carried away in your thoughts, just sitting, noticing Mm -hmm. and really being with that emotion. And in episode one, you know, we mentioned some of the signs that you might notice to indicate that you are being triggered. And they're things or emotions like anger or guilt or fear or sadness or any number of emotions, but also noticing those physical cues that come along with an emotional response like a racing heart, that fight-or-flight response, Mm. freezing even, um, shallow breathing, all the physical parts of an emotion. When we miss these cues, we miss our opportunity to move through a trigger. And Mm. we can miss them so, so easily if we aren't careful. Mm. And that's why it's so important in this recognize um, step in the RAIN process, be mindful be mindful to be able to recognize it.
0: Mm, mm, great point, you know, really, you know, Candace, it's Mindfulness is about saying yes to life, you know, to being here and now, being in the moment and staying with it until, you know, as it unfolds and until it unfolds. Saying yes to waking up to the present, to all the experiences, the good, the not so good, and just accepting in a way that is calm and gentle and compassionate Mm -hmm. to yourself and to others. So when it comes to triggers, you're actually saying yes to being there in the moment of the reaction. You're saying yes to the possibility of the freedom Mm -hmm. and the healing, relief and the growth that can happen through it. All the good feelings that you will have once you've worked all the way through your trigger. And I know when it comes to triggers, things can feel really unstable, unbalanced, and there might be some conflict internally and externally with others. Mm-hmm. But when you say yes to the moment and yes to the possibilities, you're really giving yourself permission to be there and see and feel.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, then once you've got that permission to be in that moment, to see and to feel, you can then begin to give it a name of like a name of what's happening and as soon as you name it that trigger and those emotions they become less powerful over you they've got less of a hold on you and you'll find that it's actually less overwhelming it's um it's like it's being pulled out of the shadows and that newfound awareness it casts light on the situation for you and to see it for what it really is. Hmm. You know, before we started recording, Candice, you were telling me about uh, a short process you use to start naming the emotions in the moment. Do you mind sharing that with everyone, please?
1: Absolutely. And this is something I share with my clients, and it's something you can do in the moment when you recognize that rise of emotions, those physical sensations, and when you notice that, it's simply... Closing your eyes, taking a deep breath, bringing your awareness to where your thoughts are happening. So checking in, are your thoughts happening in your head? The thoughts move through your head, in front of or behind? Just noticing. And then gently dropping your awareness into your body and labeling what you find. So dropping your awareness into your body and just noticing and watching and just giving a name to what you find. So it might be, I don't know, um, anxiety or fear, uh, sadness or freeze, scared, upset. It could be be anything. And whatever you find there, just letting your awareness sit there, Mm -hmm. staying with it. And sometimes as we label things in the moment, they can pass or they can change, you know what, sometimes there's multiple labels happening as you check in. Sometimes there's just one and that's just it sitting with what you find, giving it a label and just continuing to sit with it because change Mm. can happen really quickly. Sometimes when we do that, when we just sit with it, a lot can happen. And this really is mindfulness staying in the moment goes alongside being able to recognize the reality of that exact moment of that exact trigger that you're having. I can also mention that this practice is something you can do just as a formal meditation practice. So even when you're not triggered, just sitting, laying and spending some time grounding, sitting um, with yourself, noticing your thoughts, giving them a name, a label, letting them go. Dropping your awareness into your body and just practicing watching, practicing, watching, observing, noticing, and giving those things a label. Mm. And the more we practice that skill when we're in a calm, restful state, we really are giving ourselves a better chance of being able to do it in the moment as well when we are triggered, when we are having that emotional response.
0: Mm, I, I absolutely love that. Thank you so much for sharing that with everyone. Yeah, quite well. you know it's, it's true as soon as you name it um, and you give those feelings and emotions and thoughts a name or a label, um, they really do become less powerful you know and less overwhelming. It's, mm. it's, it's just amazing. And you start to become more familiar with them. I like what you said there about practicing that mindful meditation when you are calm. Because it becomes like a second nature, you know, yes. something that you can easily pull out of the arsenal as a tool uh, to fight those emotions. And when it becomes more familiar, and you become more familiar with your emotions and feelings and thoughts, you start to realise your own strength mm. and your ability to work through those triggers. You know, mm. it's it's still incredibly confronting, but suddenly. It's a hundred percent possible. Mm. It's it's taken the impossibility away from it. I'd also like to share something I suggest to my clients and and that's journaling at the end of the day. Mm,
1: good one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, especially when you're just starting to recognize and explore your triggers, you don't always notice it in the moment, you know, that the actual trigger happens. Mm-hmm. And you don't always notice or recognize your response that you're responding to a trigger. So it's um it's good to spend some time reflecting on the day's events. Mm-hmm. I usually do this in the evening. And you know, you reflect back on the events and the moments, you know, throughout the day. You can actually using hindsight, you can you can pick up on those triggers mm-hmm. and what triggered you. And I find it can be really helpful as you begin on this journey of personal awareness, as you're starting to recognise your triggers and how you feel and how you react to them and how you respond in the moment, mm-hmm. you know, yes. the journaling really can help highlight things um, and help you reflect on what those emotions are and how often they're arising.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, Fabulous. I absolutely, 100%, yes.
0: We know this. We share this with our clients all the time. Mm-hmm. They're just simple reflective practices. And using a journal allows you to just go back. You can go back to that point. It's like almost like a reference, a book of reference. And you can take it also take your thoughts and emotions back to that moment when you were triggered. Um, you know, you look at it as an observer. All of a sudden you're removed from that initial jolt. And, you know, the, the journaling allows you to reflect on the sensations you may have felt in your body the emotions that arose, maybe the thoughts that came into your mind and the words that you told yourself. So basically using it as a tool to just share, you know, share what's going on in that moment. And, and with the thinking, you start to learn the stories you tell yourself. Yes. And the words that start floating around in your mind. And although you're not in the moment, it will strengthen your ability to be present and aware the next time. And you'll catch it because you'll, you'll remember those words or you'll remember the story and you go, oh, I'm telling myself that again. So, you know, you may not be aware of where you were triggered. So you've just got to sort of sometimes you've got to just ask yourself, how am I feeling today? And, and just write nonstop, you know, just, just let it all out for five or 10 minutes. But, you know, learning to name the feelings and name what you experience, like you, you know, like you described using that kind of mindful technique and most importantly, asking questions of yourself. That's what journaling is all about sometimes.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. And just that automatic writing, just letting the words flow out without going through that mental filter of trying to have it make sense or make Mm. it sound logical, just Mm. letting it come out. I really, I love that. You're absolutely right. Natalie, the more you can pause, listen, and, and even reflect, the more you practice naming what's happening in your mind and those emotional responses, they really do become so much easier to Mm. recognize in the moment. So that's, that's it, isn't it? The first step in the brain process.
0: That's the first step. And basically, I like what you just said there. You know, I, I've got a, um, it's, got, it's all a lot about inner work and, and that's what we're going to take our clients, we take our clients through and that's what we're going to take our listeners through, yeah. um, you know, exploring RAIN. And I've got a beautiful quote I keep on my office wall and it says, we never obtain peace in our outer world until we make peace in our inner selves. And, you know, it's something that I often reflect on because that's what this is all about. Mm -hmm. If we don't make peace with those triggers and what caused us to be triggered, you know, the trauma or situations or person, relationships, Mm -hmm. we can't obtain that peace in our outer world. So it's really working on the inside to have what we want on the outside is probably the easiest way I can just. Describe it, and that's where rain's such a beautiful process.
1: It really is. It really, really is. And and just imagine having that inner peace. Anything Mm. is possible beyond that. Mm. Mm. You're letting go of all of your limitations. Isn't that just the options just become endless? It's it's
0: it's it's just one of the most. It actually gives me goosebumps to think about it (laughs) because you know that it's like true freedom. That is the ultimate freedom when, when no one's words can harm you. Mm. Our beliefs change. We're not kind of self-destructing, and we're not allowing, you know, the opinions or the good opinions of others to do so. So it it, it really is. It's just an amazing. Um, it would be an amazing place to be. <laughs> yes,
1: definitely. So I think we can safely say that we have captured everything in in the recognized step, which is really just allowing yourself to be uncomfortable and vulnerable, practicing noticing those emotions coming up and those physical cues we talked about, and then just practicing being mindful as much as possible because the more we practice it, the better our capacity to recognize when we are triggered in the moment,
0: mm, that's it's spot on, Candice. Not always easy, no. um, especially recognizing. It's it's the best place to start. Through it, you'll just find you will find that relief that everyone's desiring of these triggers.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and we're really looking forward in our next episode to move on to the A in the rain mm. process which is all about allowing the experience to be there just as it is. It's another uncomfortable one, but um, it's a really important step in the process. So I guess between now and our next episode, maybe just practice getting comfortable with the idea of being able to recognize when you're feeling triggered, maybe practicing being mindful and just really strengthening that mindfulness skill that mindfulness muscle
0: that's you know a really good place to start and and i would say the other thing is is do that journaling you know um i would recommend people take up journaling if they can and that that free writing you know for five to ten minutes just allowing thoughts of the day flow and onto the paper um just on that always remember journaling pen and paper there's something about the connection between using a physical pen Mm -hmm. and a piece of paper to write especially when it comes to thoughts and feelings Mm -hmm. this is a good place to wrap up episode two we really look forward to getting together again for episode three and taking you through the a in the rain process Mm -hmm. of allowing and um thanks for Thanks for joining us. Candice, thanks for your time.
1: Likewise, Natalie, and thank you, everyone. Bye for now.